welcome back everyone <laughs> to the close to home podcast uh full transparency this is the second time uh we started the recording because i dropped my earphone out cut the uh cut the audio out so we had to restart it but that's okay these things happen so just wanted to say welcome back i'm chris i'm david this is chris <laughs> and today we have a special guest uh again with us um talking about a, a topic that's again close to home for chris and i uh adult children now chris and i we don't have adult children yet my oldest is 15 his oldest is 13 so they're around the corner but they're not quite there yet so any kind of wisdom that our special guest today can impart on us is going to be very beneficial so we'd like to introduce mike weston thank you sir for joining us today thank you guys this is great We're, fun i really appreciate it thank you thank you now Chris and Mike, uh, they've been friends. So Chris, if you don't mind giving us that background. Yeah. So I was the campus pastor at Seacoast Columbia and I met Mike and his wonderful wife, Donna, and we instantly connected. He's a great guy. He became a confidant, just someone that I could, yeah, just talk to. And uh, we've stayed connected, which is just a, such a gift. I mean, honestly, just... Uh, through just it's just been so cool to see God working in his life and um I love him. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. So so Mike, definitely if you could just give us a little bit of background uh, of what you got going on, what you've been doing, uh what you've been diving into lately. Sure. So um when Chris and I met, whenever that was, uh <laughs> when when Chris was uh pastor, I was working in radio. I've been uh, in radio for uh for a minute or two or 10 or 40 years. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, just most recently though, I, I, I sort of technically retired from that and I started a, a voice actor business, although I am awesome. doing some remote radio work. So it's a real new beginning for me in a lot of ways. Um, and it's, it's exciting and fun and kind of scary. And, yeah. uh, and different and I'm, but I'm really enjoying this uh new new turning of the page. It's a new season in my life yeah. in many ways. We moved to a new place and so everything is fresh and new, new church and new community and, and uh new volunteering opportunities where we are uh here on the coast of South Carolina. So it's uh it's a really good it's a really good season for us in a lot of ways. Awesome. awesome. That sounds that sounds fantastic. So without further ado, you know, let's get into it. Again, we're gonna be going over Adult children and yep. navigating those waters, um, you know, just trying to find those moments where we can be together, given your schedules. I know that's, I'm sure that's a very tough thing, um, as well as navigating the waters of disagreements as adults. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, it's a little different when you have younger children and it's more of like a, hey, do what I say. That's right. That's what you got to do yep. when they're older. Not so much. So I know you have a couple questions uh, yeah. that you would like to throw out there. So, so one question would be like, what's been the most surprising thing about having adult children and how have you coped with that? Well, one of the most surprising things was both they and us survived the teenage years. That was surprise number <laughs> one. <laughs> but really, um, I think, and I've heard a lot of parents say this, it's, it's kind of an odd thing to say. But it seems to be a common parental thing, which is 
we somehow think, I guess, because these, in our case, we have three, because these three grew up in the same home and we pretty much had the same rules and the same routines and the same family tree. We, we thought they would pretty much turn out about the same, you know, I mean, right. minor differences like in personality and temperament. No, <laughs> they yeah. are so yeah. completely different from one another that, uh, that's been a surprise. And again, it doesn't sound like, like logical, like it, it shouldn't be a surprise maybe, but it is, maybe that's just a parental thing. So one of the biggest challenges, you know, is learning to adapt to that and, and allowing them to be who God made them to be mm. and not who we kind of need them to be or expect them to be. And I think that's, that's a parental thing all through the years from birth all the way up. But as they get into adulthood, uh, they are they are doing things and making choices and becoming people that maybe we're not crazy about, you know, sometimes. Yeah. And yet, uh, to your point earlier, David, you know, they're not we're not the boss anymore. You right. know, we don't lay down the law anymore. We're not the we're not the captain of the ship anymore. So it's really time to try to step back and make that that adjustment. And it can be really difficult. Yeah. Do Do you feel like sometimes? It would be easier if you could just say, "Hey, I'm still the boss. Uh, listen to what I'm saying." Do you... Yeah, it would. Um, you get to a point. Probably you guys are pretty close to this uh, yeah. famous last words, but you, you get <laughs> you get to a point where you start to make that transition to where uh, you need to kind of humbly ask permission to give advice. Hey, you know right. what? Um, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm thinking. This has been my life experience. Uh, can I can I tell you what I think makes sense here? Can I give you yeah. my concern here? You know, before that, when they're seven, eight, nine, and ten, and even the same age you guys, your, your kids are now, you're pretty much are saying, you know, uh, here's here's the best way. Here's the bad thing. Don't do this. Do that. But as you transition into these later teen years and then college years and all that, it really it really becomes permission parenting at that point and then it becomes right. uh permission uh peer relationship so you know yeah. you know hey hey david hey chris you know here's something i'm seeing can i can i tell you how i'm seeing that you know right. and and see if the other person in this case your your adult child are they open to that and they may not be they may go through a yeah. season where they're just like that uh, you know i don't i don't want to hear it i don't want to yeah. you know I know yeah. what you've said before. I know the deal. I don't want to hear it right now. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So I, so I think you're kind of speaking to it, but when it comes to establishing boundaries with your adult mm -hmm. children, how do you, how do you do that? So, uh, be a little more specific there boundaries so, and what, so, so I guess, so, so I guess boundaries in terms of actually giving advice when it comes to, is it just, a, is it, it's permission or like, how do you kind of get, set the ground rules or yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, boy, when they, when they get to adulthood, which I, I, you know, our culture is always kind of morphing in this way, but I think most of us think once, once a child goes off to college or if a child doesn't go to college, you know, once they're getting into a career or their first job, they're 18, 19, 20 years old. At that point, it, it really does have to transition from this is the way it is. This is the way it's going to be. Now, maybe to your point, Chris, with, with boundaries, I mean, they always need to be respectful 
of you as yes. mom and dad, just like you would respect a good friend, but but maybe more so, you know, because you are mom and dad, you, you gave yeah. them life, you've given them all this. So there needs to be respect for elders <laughs> as the, <laughs> the Bible right. talks about respect your mother and father that it might go well yes. for you and not the other yeah. thing. So, um, yeah, there, there needs to be a, a, I think a boundary of respect. Certainly if I'm sort of, if I'm answering your question, there needs to be mutual respect, but they need to, they need to honor you nonetheless as mom, as dad. Uh, but the boundaries go the other way too. Like we need to get to a place as parents of adult kids where we realize, you know what, that's not my realm anymore. I can't, mm. I can't yeah. tell you, I mean, let's just get, you know, down and dirty about it. I can't tell you who to, who to, you know, live with, uh, who to sleep with, who to stay with. You know, I can't yeah. tell you wow. how to conduct yourself in your job. I can't tell you what to do with your money anymore. I can give you life wisdom and advice, but again, it's, it's real. I think it's real permission based. Uh, otherwise you run the risk of, uh, of pushing them, pushing them okay. away. Cause right. they're really trying to individuate at that point. They're really trying right. to separate themselves from, from mom and dad and family. So if you're too heavy handed with stuff, even though you can see the, the disaster unfolding right in front of you, <laughs> yes. yeah. you have to pull yeah. back on the reins and go, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then you just hit your knees and pray like crazy because mm. you can't, yeah. you know, you're not in control. I mean, you never really were anyway, but you, right. you, you're really the illusion not in control there. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The illusion Powerfully. Was there. Yeah. yeah. Now, and, 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 and saying that, so what moments or maybe a specific moment, um, that kind of stands out to you in your time with, with your kids? Um, have you ran into that, uh, in the sense that you thought you were respecting the boundary, mm -hmm. but maybe you overstepped mm -hmm. and it was their turn to say, Hey, you overstepped. This is how we need to handle it. Have you experienced that? And if you did, how did you navigate that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, you know, one of our boys at 18 decided after sort of doing the college tour, uh, to, to move to New York city and to pursue, yeah. uh, modeling and acting there nice. and, uh, at 18 years old. And so, um, you know, uh, tough. that was tough. And we, yeah. we, uh, wanted to give him advice and input. And I think, I think we did, but his pushback at that point, you know, was this is, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I love you guys, but you know, I, I need you to let me be free to do this. Uh, another, another son, it was really more about, um, the relationships that he was beginning and, and one was becoming really close to becoming marriage. And we expressed mm -hmm. some concerns there about some things we saw, uh, at, but again, you know, uh, you can't, you can't put the brakes on that entirely. And so I think yeah. the way we navigated it, I think, I hope was just that we would, we would push a little bit. We would kind of go in as, as deep as we thought we could go right. when there was pushback, we would sort of do a little dance there and, and navigate. Okay. Well, this is, you know, this is what I think about that. This is what I'm feeling about that. But, but ultimately there had to be this, this letting go of just saying, okay, I think we've covered the topic. I think we, we got it yeah. all down and, um, they're going to do this thing apparently. And, uh, 
and again, just, just, just to pray at that point, because it's, it's no longer at that point, it's no longer a, a problem that needs to be solved like a math problem or something like that. It's now yeah. a situation and a lot right. of situations don't have solutions. They just are, they're just situations, whether it's at work or anywhere else. And you kind of go, yeah, but if yeah. you're like, if you're like me or, you know, like, yeah, but I, I gotta fix it. Like, I gotta fix my yeah, job. I have to, I have to. Yeah. It's, you yeah. know, it's my job yeah. to get is, in there and fix it. But is it uh, hard to not take it personally when they reject values that you taught them held, held firmly to? Oh, very hard. Yeah. I mean, depending mm -hmm. on your temperament, yeah. um, uh, right. uh, bless her, my bride is much better at that than, than <laughs> I am. <laughs> so yeah. she would model that for me in many cases, yeah. but yeah, it's it's um, because your tendency is to to take it as a rejection of yourself, especially mm -hmm. I think as believers because you're 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 really all wrapped up in your values and your beliefs and the things you hold dear to be right and wrong and to honor God and and everything. And so when they reject that stuff, it's really hard not to feel like. Why are you like trashing, you know, these, these valuable gems that, you know, we, we put before you and brought yeah. you up with. So again, it's just, um, it's tough, but you have to step back and say, okay, um, this isn't, this isn't about me. This isn't a personal right. assault or judgment of me. This is them individuating. This is them making choices. As long as the communication remains open, hopefully, and there's a communication of love and acceptance, then, uh, and you know, um, not to get uh, off into the political cultural realm, but I think in our culture, that's a real problem. We don't seem to be able to disagree anymore and right. not hate or despise that person. And right. I think this is a great opportunity for parents of adult children to say, I love you. I cherish you. I adore you. You'll always be, you know, my son or my daughter. We, we, we disagree. We don't yeah. see this the same way. I don't love you any less. I, I'm yeah. not rejecting you. I'm not pushing you away. We just need to navigate this. And we, we, uh, it, it's not going to impact our relationship on any level. Right. Wow. And that, yeah, that's the communication part, right? It's okay to disagree. Yeah. Uh, but, when we disagree, we need to talk about it mm -hmm. so that we can find that common ground that we can land on. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's with anybody. And we've talked about that, you know, before and with, with every relationship that you have, whether it's a family member or a friend, uh, you know, whoever it is, you know, we need to be able to disagree. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's very prevalent. It's just people don't know how to disagree and not then attack each other you right. know, verbally and, and try to go after each other for, whatever reason, you know, um, I, and it's I like much, that. I'll say yeah. this, it's much easier, you know, to have a, to have a, uh, a rational, reasonable, calm conversation yes. with someone who is not related to you, <laughs> especially a <laughs> yeah, child. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying true. we always yeah. do that well, but generally right. there's a lot, there's all the history there. There's all the backdrop, yeah. the background. Yeah previous conversations, hurtful things, oh, yeah. confusion, you know, so it's, it's really hard as a parent because there's just yeah. a lot there. There's a lot there to unpack. And Absolutely. so, um, 
to to try to navigate that and remain calm, remain patient is is really tough. And I just think uh it's it's uh you've got to pray through that many times yeah. because I know, you know, for me that uh, m- my emotions get the better of me. And then I, oh, yeah. I say and do things that are not helpful. Right. Yeah. We're human. You know, that happens, that happens to all of us. And uh, just as you, as you were talking, uh, there was a point in there where, you know, um, just talking about listening. Right. Um, I know I've, I've fallen victim to it many a times where my parents both um, in different situations and things that I was going through at life, they try to give me some wisdom. And typically I'm like, yeah, that's great. But that worked for you. It's not going to work for me. And then on the other side of it, I'm like, man, if I would have listened, <laughs> I could have avoided a tremendous amount. And uh, listening, you know, just like with disagreeing, um, listening is something that, uh, in my experience, just across the board, we all could do a better job in. Mm-hmm. Um, in the uh, entertainment business, acting, I act as well, right? You mm-hmm. voiceover and everything like that. Um, listening is something that we harp on 24 seven, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's, if I can't listen to you, then I can't actively engage, you know, in this conversation, this dialogue that we're having. Um, so if it's so pressed upon in that industry, why isn't it so pressed upon in everyday life? Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's plenty of times I was talking to uh, my mother-in-law earlier. Uh, we were just having a conversation and, um, it just reminded me of how many times I needed to rely on my parents because they walked the road that I'm walking, mm-hmm. maybe in different scenarios, but still the adulthood, the life of an adult trying to grow, raise a family, provide for them, uh, and not step in the wrong direction. You know, they fell into a lot of potholes. There's a lot of landmines that they, oh, yeah. that they hit. And they tried to tell me time and time again, Hey, if you walk this way, you're going to step on something. If you just take a step over, you're still operating the same way, but you're going to miss these hurdles and your life is going to be a little bit easier and you're going to learn. My thought process was, well, you went through it. You <laughs> learned from it. You took your hit. You raised me to be like that. So why can't I do it? Well, th- that brings me to a, to a question you know, obviously having young children, it's not often that I'm sharing my deepest, darkest struggles with them. (laughs) So how do you, how do you do that with adult children? Like when, what do you share? How much do you share? Yeah. What, (laughs) any thoughts on that? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Chris. And uh, boy, that, that's complex. Um, I think you, uh, I, I kind of think of, of, you know, we talk about the dance of communication. I think you, you, uh, you dance a little bit with something. You give it some time. You kind of let it percolate. You back up. You dance with it a little bit more. Uh, no question, you can go too far. No question, you can you can TMI, and it's not appropriate. Uh, I never, I never had discussions with the boys about my relationship with my bride. I mean, we we don't discuss that other yeah. than basic, you know joking about things or, or your mom's awesome or whatever. I don't ever, you know, burden them as my opinion with really problematic or, or, or deep things. Uh, I always want there to be a united front, even as they've gotten older of, uh, of Donna and myself. 
Um, but as time goes on, I think you can share more and more of those things. I, right. I've always had this idea in my mind of, uh, even though, even though I would prefer to, I would prefer for my life to end chasing, chasing a bus down the street, you know, at 94 years old <laughs> and get, and get hit by another bus. But if I am lying, <laughs> if I am lying on a deathbed and I have that kind of time, uh, I don't want anything hanging out there. Right. I, I want mm, them to know right. the truth. Uh, I've told them a fair amount about my family of origin, my brothers, my sisters, my parents, uh, talked about, uh, you know, uh, family and generational sin and how it impacts things. I've talked about problems in the past, hopefully in a, not in a super negative way or destructive way, mm. but just to say, you know what, uh, here's, here's how some things took place and how they happened. Yeah. And I also think too, uh, Chris, you made me think of this when you asked that. I think that uh, when we are having conversations with them, uh, a lot of times it's so important to ask that follow-up question instead yeah. of making a statement. So they're sharing with us about something. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I think about that. Uh, I don't believe in this or that anymore. Mm. Right, tell me about that. Like, how did you come to that? to that point. Right. You know, why do you, how do you think that uh, instead of trying to then constantly convince them back, you know, well, well, you should still believe in that, whatever it is, because, you know, because of this and because of this, but if you'll mm -hmm. ask questions and drill down a little bit, you'll maybe find out where some of the genesis of that is, mm -hmm. what, what yeah. they're thinking about something. Okay. Uh, the fear, the, the anger, the concern, um, instead of making assumptions, about that to, to clarify it with questions nice i like that and i want to kind of just steer us uh, towards uh, what has been your hardest hurdle that you had to overcome uh overall out of everything um with having adult children that's a really good question um so with all three of them, I, I kind of harken back to what I said at the beginning, which is they're all mm. so very different from right. each other. And uh, I want to uh, protect their privacy as adults. Yeah. But yeah. I would just say this, that uh, for each of them, uh, they went through a period of time where they were each making decisions that put them in a lot of danger, put them yeah. at a lot of risk. Yeah. And... Uh, I got to tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. I mean, it is, it, it tears you up inside. Um, it's one thing to kind of sit here and say, well, uh, don't let it affect you, you know, or be rational yeah. or logical or, or keep loving them. But, uh, when you're watching them hurt themselves, when you're watching mm. them self destruct and, uh, yeah. David, to your point, when, when you know the end of that road, when you know where that likely leads Right. It's really hard uh, because um, uh, sometimes you just want to cry. Sometimes you want to shake them. <laughs> they're they're boys. Sometimes you want to punch I'll them. I'll be already. <laughs> so we right. get that. Uh, so I think um, just really praying in earnest. I have found that to be uh, such a comfort. Uh, yeah. Praying for them, um, I pray for each of them every night before I fall asleep with whatever's going on, yeah. you know, yeah. with them right now. 
but uh, there's certainly been there's been conflict. There's been difficult times. There's been uh, situations in which, again, uh, uh, I just wanted them to to stop what they were doing and to do something yeah. different. And uh, it's been it's been very difficult. And um, all of them have had close calls, close calls with their lives based on some of those choices. And so as a parent, of course, you know, that's a parent's absolute worst fear of all time right. is that, uh, Lord forbid, their, their child would die prematurely. So uh, one of the things that's hard with that is you have to grapple with that fear. You have to go to the Lord and say, I'm just, this is scaring the daylights out of me. I'm, I'm worried. I'm scared. I don't know. Uh, one of our sons uh, we had lost touch with for, for months. I don't know how many months now. Didn't hear yeah. a thing from him for months. Heard things secondhand about maybe where he was and what he was doing. <laughs> and uh, that was probably, to answer your question, ultimately, that was probably was the most difficult experience, was yeah. just just lack total lack of communication. And just being left to wonder, are we ever going to hear from him again? Are we ever going to see him again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is he okay? You know, right. is he, is he in danger? Just probably for close to a year, actually. Yeah. And during that time, uh, not, not to get into any kind of specifics, but, mm -hmm. um, what was, a the end result of that kind of getting back into the, Hey, we're having a conversation. Let's talk. Let's kind of get to somewhere where we can get back to. Some yeah, the, kill, right? the end result was that we he did get back in touch. Um, yeah. We uh, we still don't hear from him as much as we would like okay. to, but yeah. but I yeah. I put that in that category again of of the differences between them. So right, one yeah. of our sons we talk to almost every day. Right, uh, another one is the, in between, like every three or four, yeah. five, six days. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the other one is you know we might go two months without talking to right. him. And we've just had to, I, I will speak for myself, uh, uh, I have had to make that turn, that adjustment. I have had to try to come to accept the fact that that's just his MO. That's, yeah. that's where he is. Again, it's, it's not personal. It's not, you know, dad, I don't want to talk to you. It's just, that's kind of the way he rolls. Yeah. And um, we've, we've had to try to adjust to that. And it may yeah. not always be like that there may be future seasons uh that's another thing i would say by way of encouragement um the older you they get the more the more journeys and seasons they go through sometimes those seasons last three months sometimes they last three years sometimes they last 15 years yeah you know it just depends on what's going on but but keep the hope and keep the trust that uh things will not always necessarily be as they are. Yeah. That goes both ways, but I like to think about it as getting better. <laughs> yeah. So one thing, and I, and I don't know how we're doing out of time, but yeah. when it comes to having young kids, one passage in scripture that it's easy to turn to is train up a child in the way they should, should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. And it's easy to take that to the bank. Like that's just gonna happen. <laughs> Question gonna... is, how old do they have to be? <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, I don't what, know, what... man. Um, <laughs> I I did hear a great exposition on that verse 
by a dear yep. friend years and years ago, a pastor. And uh, he said, you know, I've studied the original language on that. And, um, and I really think it's more like this. I said, okay, so uh, train up a child according to his bent was the way he was mm -hmm. explaining this, meaning don't try to force the detailed child to become free and easy and lighthearted. Don't try to force yep. the artist into becoming the accountant. Don't try, mm. you know, train them mm. up according to how God designed them. Yeah. And then the, I guess the, the sort of promise there with a small P is mm -hmm. if you do that job right and do that well, then maybe they get to a certain age or season in life where they kind of go, okay, this is, this is who I really am. This is who yeah. God made me to be. And mom mm, and dad yeah. did a pretty good job like honoring that in me. And yeah. so it allows them maybe to come back to God if they've drifted. It can, allows them to come back to that place where they feel like they were always valued and loved for how God made them and then how the most significant people in their lives honored them by not trying to jam them up into something else that we wanted or we thought was the right thing or, or yeah. we thought was best for them. Uh, granted, when they're really little, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about older yeah. ages. So yeah, Chris, to your point, I, I, I've heard that, that, uh, that verse taught as essentially a promise, like a guarantee, like, there you go. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, key, key in A and B and you get C and D. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm not sure that that was the author's yeah. intent there. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, my, my mother, uh, especially growing up, uh, the word in the church constantly pouring into us, constantly praying for us, um, you know, and throughout my adult life, followed Christ, stepped away, came back mm -hmm. and just, you know, that in between time, uh, that's when I felt the most, um, division throughout mm -hmm. my life, uh, for sure. the most part, you know? Um, and, and really just that, just staying on top of it and, and, and prayer, you know, trying to, trying to get us back. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds a little cliche maybe, but I, I think really love does conquer everything. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I think regardless of the conflict, regardless of the seasons, regardless of the journey or whatever, uh, if you can make a choice every day, the best you can to love these guys and, and yeah. gals and to accept them and to re treat them with respect and kindness yes. and, uh, and to really truly as much as you can selflessly love them, then, then you've done all you can. You know, yeah. we, we, we can't account for someone's response, someone's right. reaction. We can't account for their choices, but in our own hearts, in our own sense of integrity, we can know that we were, we were being driven by, by true love for them. Definitely. So, and if, if you've already touched on this, forgive me, but for folks that are in our boat, I guess, with yeah. young kids, is there any like primary advice that you would give mm. to help set us on the right trajectory? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, if you're going to prioritize a few things, make sure you prioritize this. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um... Part of the problem as they get older can be that we have these built-in expectations 
and mm. uh, we don't often verbalize them, even with our spouse. Yeah. Many times, we just have them yeah. in our in our heads, you know, right. uh, based on our family of origin or whatever. So we just we just have these. So I think it's really helpful to to get those things out of your own head, your own soul, and and write them down or or speak them, because uh, if you know what those expectations are, then I'll say if maybe when. <laughs> they're not met, then at least you can kind of go, okay, I, I was kind of expecting A and B and C to happen. It didn't happen, but I knew going into this that they might not. I think uh, self-awareness is really important as the children get older, the self-awareness yeah. of, of my own motivations, my own needs, my own opinions, my own attitudes, my own sense of being offended my own sense of being uh, ignored or, or, yeah. or dismissed. Those are all kind of judgments that we, that we make. So I think the more we can, I guess to answer that, Chris, I guess uh, self-awareness yeah. is really uh, emotional intelligence, uh, social intelligence, our own, our own uh, intuition, our own understanding of what's going on. Secondly, I think get those expectations out there in detail. You know, I'm I'm kind of expecting, you know, this and then that and then that's going to happen and then they're going to have children and then, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think the third thing really is just that consistent uh prayer time for them. I I've never seen anything of real significant power happen in any of their lives uh without me having prayed at the time and I'm not I'm not saying it's just because I pray. For them. <laughs> right. Right. I'm just saying that the Absolutely. mystery of what yeah. goes on there, the mystery of how that changes me, the mystery of how I understand God better, uh, the mystery of, of of how it dynamically impacts our relationship, the fact that I'm praying somehow impacts yeah. the conversations we have and the way I see them and how much I accept them. All those all those things. So I think I think those are three big things. And then, unless you had, no, good. I was going to say, so to those who, especially during the holidays, who have adult children who are going through a rough time right mm -hmm. now, um, what, what, what advice would you give? Um, so by way of expectations, uh, if, if one of them decides that Christmas is not really that important to him and he doesn't want to come home for Christmas. <laughs> at some yeah. point or over a course of multiple years um you just need to kind of say okay um expectations were i think perfectly reasonable but they're not mm -hmm. they're not being met um i think one of the biggest challenges you know for the holidays and we've got we've got two of our boys coming home now one of them who's uh, married is a wonderful bride and uh it, it's always challenging because Donna and I have this little, this little microcosm, this little world we live in with our little yeah. puppy here, you know, and uh, then these other humans fly in and kind of, you know, disrupt the whole equilibrium of everything yeah. in a wonderful way, but it's still disruption. Yeah. So uh, for me, because of my personality and temperament, I have to sort of let that chill a little bit, like. It's okay. You know, my routine yeah. can be adjusted for a couple of yep. weeks. Yep. I don't need to do everything the way I always do it all the time. Yep. I can, uh, I can be a little more flexible, you know, 
So I think, um, you know, I think Christmas and the holidays is all about flexibility. It's all about yeah. stepping mm-hmm. back and saying, uh, <laughs> I'm worried because I struggle with that now. <laughs> going, the, going the other way. <laughs> Good. The opposite way. Like, listen, that's thank you, uh, for, for coming on, uh, and just, and just taking the time and, and sharing that with us. You know, um, these conversations, uh, especially between men, um, yes. need to happen a lot more. Um, and you know, we want to, try to create a space uh, where people can come and receive that. So thank you again uh, for taking the time out of your day uh, to come on here and just drop some knowledge, man. That was <laughs> oh, <laughs> like my pleasure. Thank a lot you. of, a lot of points in there, you know, that was, that was, that was really good. And again, you know, the son, he's 15, uh, getting ready to turn 16 next year and uh, a couple of weeks actually. And just, uh, you know, talking to him about getting older, going to school, um, or getting getting a job, doing whatever he wants to do, you know, whatever yeah. route he wants to take, and just kind of like, you know, what's what's going to happen next. So let me mention one more thing, guys. Yeah. And I just think that is, uh, I tend to be fairly serious about just life and competition and achievement mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. So I think it's really important to keep the laughter going. It's really yes. important to joke with each other. Yeah. It's really important to have fun with each other, to have fun at, with each, at each other's expense to the degree, you know, according to their bent, right? Yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah. I just think sometimes uh, we, we feel this, this drive as dad, I've got to, I've got to be serious. Mm. Life is serious. Yeah. I have to make sure yeah. that, you know, they get these things. And, and, and I think yeah. just keep it light, keep it happy, laugh. Uh, when the day comes that any of us leave the planet, that's what we're going to remember. We're not going to remember Absolutely. the conflicts Absolutely. or the problems or or the smash window or whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're going to remember the yep. laughter and the fun, yep. goofy stuff. And I just think that's really important. Absolutely. Man. Well, again, I, thank you. Go ahead. There's, no, Go there's ahead. just so much that he dropped. I think for me, the bent thing is really like, I've never seen that verse that way. No. Like to really recognize how they're wired and rather than encouraging them to go the way they should go, like encouraging them the way that God's designed them to go. I think we miss that a lot, you know, especially like imparting things that we wanted to do that we didn't get a chance to do maybe because we failed or faltered in some way. So it's like, well, Again, going back to, hey, take this knowledge and do better than I did. Mm-hmm. Yes. It may be coming from a place that's honest and true and like, I just want to see you succeed. But again, coming back to it, if you're pushing them away from something that they're truly meant for, it's not helping them. Well, their job is not, not to yeah. fix and, our and mistakes. To fix, yeah, and to fix what we, like, right. what we failed, right? You go be something that I wasn't able to be because of whatever reason. And their definition of success may be very different. Different. Absolutely. Than than mine. And that's okay. This may surprise you, but I wasn't always as popular and good looking as I am now. So I've no. So I know it's crazy. It's you wouldn't think it and I wasn't always the athlete. Now it's crazy. I mean you're talking crazy talk, Chris. So I have so I have a son who (laughs) is pop really popular and is an athlete. Mm. And I and I've really got to watch that yeah. because it yeah. is easy for me to feel like he's walking the road that I wish I'd walked. Right. Right. And, yeah. and to not put that pressure on him. And yeah. hey, if you want to go yeah. a different road, man, like that's yeah. between you and God. And, th- yeah, and that's don't, okay. Don't be the stage okay dad. 
<laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I feel so good about myself. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Hey, this this was this was awesome. This was this was fantastic. Just again, thank you. Thank uh, you guys. What a pleasure. And, and part thank of that you. wisdom. Thank, thank you, God. brother. If you don't mind taking us out in prayer. I'd love to, man. Let's do it. God, I thank you for everyone listening to this. And as parents, we come before you and we just ask for your wisdom. And for any kids that are listening or anyone that this affects, I pray your will be done in our lives. Help us to fully surrender to you as the ultimate parent, the, the greatest father. We submit to you. And I thank you for your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And just Amen. lastly, Mike, anything uh, that you want to share about yourself, um, radio, anything that you got going on, shout it out, man, so people can hear you and see you. I appreciate that. Yeah, just, I mean, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm in this new season, and uh, I appreciate the, the uh, opportunity to be on with you guys. And uh, I'm just hoping that, uh, I will say this, I, for much of my career, I kind of said, uh, come on, God, this is what we're going to go do. Come on, mm. we're going to do this now. Don't hold me up. Come on, bless me, yeah. bless me. Yeah. And I finally got into a stage in life where, I like, where I'm like, you know what? what do you want me to do right now? Not just in my career, but please just, I just want you, I want to do what you want me to do. I'll come along. How's that? I'll come along with you instead of me dragging you along with me. Amen. Amen. Hey, yeah. let God lead the way, folks. Let him lead the way. He'll lead you in the right direction. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in the next one. Have a great week. Take care.